In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
that flavor in your ear. Welcome to an all-new episode. This is your Thursday episode of So Bad It's Good. I took Wednesday off. I was uh, I, I drove back from Arizona seeing my folks, but I have been working all damn day, and uh, my voice is thrashed. I actually just did a live Patreon for all the Patreon members, and that was a blast. Um, and we had a lot of fun. Some some tea was spilled. I gross myself out every time I say tea was spilled. Ugh. No grown man should say the tea was spilled, but tea was spilled. Uh, also, if you're a Patreon member, we are putting up the third episode of Selling the OC Recap with Kate Legayko. And I love talking about that show on Netflix. It's so stupid and so insane. And I will say, though, we got news that I think we all predicted if you watch that show is that Tyler, the good looking surfer dude that doesn't seem there's not a lot going on upstairs. It doesn't seem like no offense to Tyler. He, he's gifted in so many other ways. Uh, he was married to Britney Spear, <laughs> Britney Spear. He was married to Britney Snow. Guys, breaking news. He was married to Britney. Spe- no, he was married to the actress Britney Snow from Pitch Perfect. Well, today they've announced their separation, which really kind of totally makes sense because because um he see like he, there's a lot of girls touching him in the selling the oc that alex hall she's out to get him and i was joking with demois today because she posted on something in her stories that alex was just on her demois live thing and said i don't think tyler will be single next year in regards to his marriage and i was like 
Yeah, because Alex Hall is going to try to date him and get him not single. That's literally what's going to happen. Anyways, if you love selling the OC, go over, check out the Patreon. It's like five bucks a month and you get access to over like 200 episodes. We do lives, all of that stuff. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave it a five-star review. Those things really help. I don't even say it for myself, but I even say it for other podcasts. Uh, Today, we have two guests my dad is on for a 15-minute segment to um, to talk about some things from my mom's podcast segment, which we had her on the Tuesday episode, and I guess I started some trouble. So my dad is on to talk about the trouble that I started. But actually, it's like a really kind of beautiful conversation, and it really it gets into religion as well. My dad has found religion, and I don't—that that, that sometimes sounds weird, right? Like, you're like, oh, what? But actually, the way he speaks of it, it makes it sound really nice, you know? Like, I love how he speaks uh, about it. And, you know, he's actually just—he's teaching kids. Uh, he's doing this Bible study where he teaches kids. And I think it's actually a really cool thing. My dad is one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And, you know, that certainly hasn't changed. But I love this—I uh, love this side of him. Uh, he still hit me with a with a closed fist while I was there this past week. But other than that, he's—he's— he's, <laughs> I'm just joking. But I love— uh, I don't know. I love talking to my folks on the pod. You know, it's like this microphone gives you the excuse to be anybody that you want to be. Like I'm at my best, believe it or not, when I'm on this podcast, when I'm not, I feel like I got a little snail, like an escargot over at Patricia's house on Southern Charm, where I'm just like, I'm just going to lay here until somebody eats me. But on the podcast, I like to talk to people. It's like the best version of myself. You guys got to get a podcast. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Um, Okay, so we're going to get right into that. I did watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Holy moly, you guys. I cannot wait to do that recap on Friday. Because also, she was on Watch What Happens Live with Michael Rappaport directly after and said that the reunion was a shit show. They didn't even stay around to take a picture altogether. That's how bad it was. So I don't know, but we do talk a little bit about that with Christian Gray Snow, our guest today. Uh, we're going to get to my dad first, and then I will do the intro for Christian, and we'll get right into it. But today is a great show, I'm telling you folks. This is the show to tell your folks about. This is the show to tell, to just tell strangers on the street. Are you listening to so bad? It's good. Also, they released the Bravo con schedule. We'll go over a little bit of that on Friday as well. And, uh, that's it. I hope you're having a great dude. It's Thursday. You guys, you know what I always say. Once you hit Thursday, you can coast the rest of the week. Check out of your job mentally completely, like still show up. Still go through the motions, but check out. Don't give any extra. You know what I'm saying? Leave that extra for you, for us. You know, this is our time right now. So you guys, without further ado, here is the man. Oh, this is a fun fact. I found out recently, it turns out, and I don't I don't want to, spoiler alert for anybody that doesn't know, how you create a baby is that a man will um, uh, ejac... <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyways, I'm not going to do that because my dad or his friends might be listening. But I was just about to say my dad made me and I was going to tell you how that process went. But I don't I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to introduce my dad. Here he is, the man of the hour, William 
Carl Bailey, a.k.a. Bill Bailey. Guys, you heard my mom the other day, wait, Wax Poetic. Wait a minute. Uh, wait, right. <clears throat> Something just popped up there. This meeting is being recorded. Oh, yeah. Just just, just hit got it. It, it's it's just telling it's it. just telling you I'm recording it. Got it. Okay. Uh ladies and gentlemen, you heard my mom wax poetic the other day, and now for a, a more stable uh conversation, uh, we're having my dad, Bill Bailey, back on the show. Dad, how are you? Doing good for a man of my age and habits, doing good. <laughs> Wait, so and you're in your early 60s, right? I wish. Yeah. So yeah. wait. Oh, to be so, 60 again. Yeah. It was wait. So you're over with watermelon right now, my nephew. Right. Um, yeah. and so you were able to sneak away to talk to us because on the podcast the other day, I told mom how she makes up stories <laughs> and and she made up this she said a story about 9-11 that we we had to get like a bunker set up going on. And I said that even you shook your head no. And then you texted me. You got in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You threw me under the bus. <clears throat> I, I, she didn't seem like I, I said, well, what are they supposed to do that? Ne- do, do you remember that happening? Not one bit. And I exactly. remember 9-11 like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's what I'm saying. It's not. It's just that I don't remember. I was living with you guys. I was doing a yeah. play in Arizona. And I would think that I she said they stored it in my closet. Yeah, we stored that with some about cans of tuna fish. Yes, and, and she and, said she got a special can opener. For and, it, it. and yeah, she was really into that can opener. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I didn't. And then she said something about nuclear war that we were they were afraid of nuclear war. And, I, and I'm thinking I'm flashing back that when she was in elementary school, we had the Cuban crystal missile, Cuban missile crisis. crisis. Yeah, and you know they were talking about nuclear war, and we had to do exercises at school and everything. But yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. You know, I, I did, you know, I've lost a lot of brain cells in my life, but man, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't remember that one bit. I don't, I mean, listen, I, I think it, I, it's, it's one of those things that I think I would remember because yeah. it kind of sounds scary a little bit. It was, I, I just don't, I mean, seriously, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I, and like I said, I remember nine 11, like it was yesterday. Yes. I, re- I remember watching TV with you guys when G- George Bush gave that speech, when he went right. down to visit. And I remember that. And I remember thinking like, Oh wow. I would join, I would join the military. And you were like, you'll never join the military because <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, you yeah, fought, yeah. you fought in Vietnam. Right. Yeah. But I, no, I mean, only thing we did, <clears throat> I mean, we, we were, you know, we we're really in sorrow. It was really sad, but, you know, we flew, everybody in the neighborhood flew flags, you know? Yeah. We put flags on our garage. We put the, but that was, I don't remember any tuna fish or a special <laughs> pan opener. <laughs> and by the way, if that was going to happen, like we were, if, I mean, we were just going to be eating tuna fish. You didn't get like other things. <laughs> well, times are different back then. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was just strange, but yeah, mom will do that. I mean, she'll and then of course I'm always wrong. <laughs> Like last week, a couple of weeks ago, something came up and she would, you know, I won't go into detail, but yeah. something came up and she said, uh, um, you know, it's, and I said, well, I don't remember. Well, you don't, you forget a lot. Any, I lost you. Yeah, no, oh, I, I can still see you. Sorry. I don't know what happened, but I, I can, it's still recording dad. Okay. And yeah, she yeah. said, well, you forget a lot anymore. And she wasn't kidding. She said it to me. You know? <laughs> Wait, so it's funny. You guys have been together 52, 52 years. Yeah. 
And now it's, it's uh, now you get to just complain about which faculties you're losing every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I lost a major one several years ago. So. <laughs> so, wait. So, the other thing I wanted to ask you is, and this is mom said, you know, truly you are so good at this. And I didn't really understand the BSF thing, the Bible study, which you were yeah. talking, you came in very last minute. Why? Right. You know, because you didn't grow. I mean, you were never a teacher, but no, now never. you you're teaching. Why did you want to do something like know. this? It's really weird because I never read the Bible before or anything. Never. And uh, I mean, yeah, by the way, kid. I just want to remind you, you had a stack of Playboy magazines when I was a kid that was yeah, up to up to six feet. Yeah. So what's your point? <laughs> hey, that was that was my Bible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But no, it just I don't know. Just but. This is my fourth year in the BSF. And mom uh, says you're like really good at it. Yeah. I, well, I do, you know how much I love kids and, and I just really like being with the kids. And plus it's just, I don't know. It just, maybe God spoke to me or whatever, but Kara kind of, well, Kara kind of tricked me to go into the first one to take Kara's my si- Kara's my sister, oh, you guys. And she, this was what, almost over three years ago. And, you know, take the kids to BSF because Chris had to go right from work. So I said, oh, and I stayed around, joined the group, and it was really interesting. I mean, uh, and the guys I were, the guys in my group, they were, oh, they were so knowledgeable. And it just kind of blew me away. And, and then I'd read, you know, we had weekly lessons. I'd read it. And it just all of a sudden, I just really got into it. And, and, um, and I actually was baptized and everything. Uh, but I don't know, just with the kids, I, I enjoy being a lead. They asked me to be a leader, which really surprised me. I mean, you know, these kids know more than I do. Yeah. And, uh, but they asked me to be a leader. And, I, and I, as you know, I really love kids. And and uh, and it's just so neat being with them. Like you said, there's about seven in our class this year. And they're all really good. And we you know, we just had our first lesson on Monday night. But it's just enjoy. I, yeah, I just mom, says, your mom says you'll sit. I, well, here's the I don't know if this is true or not, because who knows if it's true, whatever mom says, but mom says <laughs> you you'll sit there and work really hard on lesson plans. Is that true or no? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So she, you that got, is correct. You got to be prepared, you know, I mean, but see, I also, I have to do the adult lessons, you know, because they meet on Monday, the adult, the adult men meet and the kids meet separately, of course, but I, but Saturday morning, the leaders, we have zoom meetings sometimes in person. And so I have to be prepared for the adult lesson. So I have to do that. And then I have to prepare the kids lesson, but it's not bad. It's, it's so there and BSF, they really give you a lot of good materials. And, uh, uh, but I just, I truly enjoy it. And it gives me a lot of, seriously, it gives me a lot of peace and comfort. Uh, it makes me very calm. Uh, and especially now with what we're going through with mom. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I mean, and, and that, that, listen, I'm used to mom uh, complaining about you. And she says he's <laughs> he's so helpful. He's so helpful and all that yeah. stuff, which which is really weird for mom because she won't let anybody do anything for her. No, not at all. I remember when she first at, right after surgery and she came home and usually you know, on Tuesday you know, with the guys and everything, we go to breakfast and we bowl. You know, it's like B&B bowling and breakfast Tuesday. And uh, so, of course, when she got home from the hospital, Tuesday came up and she was still recuperating, but she wanted me to go bowling. And I just said, no, I'm not comfortable with leaving you alone for, you know, three to four or five hours. She got really mad at me. Yeah, she <laughs> she she wants everything to be the same way that it's always been. But it's so funny because I said, no, I'm not comfortable with leaving you. And she goes, well, I'm just not going to get well then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's up to you. I said, well, but I'll be yeah. 
<laughs> well, she had, no, she had a, well, she was, a, she had to call her uh, other boyfriend and tell him not to come. Yeah, really just breathing heavy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but finding, so, you know, when you were growing up, you, I mean, I know my grandma, your mom was, what, what was, what's her religious background? Uh, Presbyterian. Presbyterian, yeah. but you didn't do anything church related no, until I would say, I mean, you, you, you know, you went to Catholic mass with mom and all of yeah. us and all that stuff, but only in the last, uh, I mean, couple of years that you actually started taking it seriously. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Once, once I started uh, BSF Bible study fellowship. And was there, uh, was there, and you said it gives you comfort and stuff like that, but you, Kara brought you to it. Was it just a chance to hang out with Kara and the kids at first? Pretty much, well, not with Kara because she didn't go, but you know, take the, of course, it's always, I always enjoy being with the kids and just being, you know, just wanted to help out and everything. And, and uh, that was it. And, uh, but it's funny, seriously, how God works. You know, I, I said, okay, because she's tried to get me to go before. And I've always, nah, nah, no way. Because, you know, mom goes and everything. Um, but, and all of a sudden, I said, okay, I didn't argue with her or anything. I said, okay, I didn't say, you know, the typical thing, well, let me think about it. You know, yeah. I said, okay, I'll go. And, um, Seriously, you know, and it just really affected me. I and uh, I'm still me, obviously, and everything, but but I do believe I have faith. I well, believe- I mean, this, this is way too deep of a question for uh, an entertainment pop culture podcast, but I've always asked mom, what is your view of heaven? My view of heaven is it's really good. It's just my it's just like it's what I've read about and studied about and everything. Heaven is just there's no hatred. There's no diseases. Everybody's like perfect. Uh, there's just, you know, it's to me, it's just like a peaceful place. Uh, we all get along. I mean, we, we maybe have bodies or we just maybe clouds or whatever, but uh, it's just a peacefulness, a calmness. There's no hatred. There's no diseases. Everybody's good. And everybody. But, likes but, but, but my question, my, do you still remember who you were in this life? That's a good question. You know, I mean, really, I, I hope we do. I mean, mom always said it's not even worth even thinking about because we couldn't possibly imagine. Well, but that's it. we really can't. You know? But then you say, you you know, you say no hatred and stuff like that. But then what's the, you know, it's like there's there's people right now. Like there, there, there's those people we were talking about, the people you hang out with that, you know, the one thing where the, you didn't get invited. I'd be pissed if I saw him in heaven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be like, why didn't you invite me to that thing? How would that? That's the thing I always try to think of, like, common sense logic. Like, yeah. how how do you get, I mean, hatred out of yourself, you know? Well, first of all, well, where wasn't I invited? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I mean, somebody else, somebody else, somebody else. Okay. <laughs> Maybe mom, but not me. Yeah, yeah. It was no, probably you know, it, it's really hard to explain. We don't know uh, just what we read about in the Bible and our notes and the study guides and everything. It's just, but nobody knows, you know, obviously nobody knows, but you know, it's what we believe. I have faith and I believe it's going to be good, but I had questions like, first of all, you know, it's kind of confusing to me. It's like, you know, God is coming back, you know, there'll be the rapture and oh yeah, yeah, and that kind of, and that's kind of scary. Revelations is kind of scary, but you know, and then the bad go down and the good go up and all that kind of stuff and everything. But I don't understand when we die now, do we go to heaven right away or do we have to wait for the rapture? And I can't find, I, I brought that up in my studies and stuff like that. And some people say we go right away or we have to wait, you know, and it's just, it's kind of strange, but you have, have you to- ever seen that movie uh, defending your life with Albert Brooks? 
no, no. Oh, it's really funny. Meryl Streep and Albert Brooks. And it's he gets uh, you go to like a purgatory, but you have to defend your life like at a trial. And they'll pick three moments of your life, the defense and the prosecution of why you should go to heaven. And so they argue the case of your life. It's actually a really, really funny movie. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's really funny, but it always like, they'll take three really bad moments of your life and three really good moments of your life and say why you should move on. And if not, you go back to earth and get reincarnated until you learn the lessons you're supposed to learn. Okay. one One of the things they say too, in the Bible and people discuss is that we all have to stand before God. You know, he makes the decision. So I guess that is a trial, so to say. Yeah, I mean, in, in a way, and we're judged. But you know, faith is uh, faith is weird. You have to have faith. You you have to live by faith, not by sight, because there's so much we don't understand. And why is there so much misery and pain and yeah. hatred, wars? Yeah, Just terrible, terrible things going on. Or why? Or why people you love get sick, like mom yeah, I mean, or 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 your brother, yeah. or you know, like. But you have to you have to live by faith, not by sight. I mean, it really takes a strong commitment. I still question things. I really do. You know, I question things. Yeah. Uh, so I know personally in these times too, it gives me a great deal of calmness. And this is interesting too, because I, I really, um, Beck, mom told me like what last week or whatever, that she thinks that I've come around the last two or three years, you know, believing in God and stuff because God had a purpose for me to be here for her. Oh, well, that's kind of cocky of mom. Yeah, you know, and then, but also with the stuff we're going through with Connor, I'm here for that. Yeah. You know, I have to have a purpose in life. And, uh, you know, yeah. but one of the things, you know, me, Ron, I used to have, you know, I had a temper. I'd yell a lot. Oh, that kind of, I, I wasn't physical at all. No, never, never, never. But I mean, in, fa- I, in fact, in fact, I used to beg you to hug me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, I got a comment for that, but I won't say it. But, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. And it just, um, you know, it just, now it's just, um, I, I hardly yell anymore. I have faith. I don't, I'm very calm. I'm very much at peace. I mean, I still get mad and I still get my feelings hurt, you know, and, and, you know, mom's hurt my feelings a couple of times, but I understand why, you know, I understand, yeah. you know, I mean, she's going through, I mean, you know, mom's got a tough battle ahead of her, a very tough battle. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, mean, I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest. It's, you know, Hey, it is what it is, yeah. but it is what it is. You know, we'll deal with, we'll deal with it. Yeah. We'll cope. And we have the family, we have you and Kara and Chris, the kids and everybody. And we have so many good friends. And plus we believe, we believe God has a purpose for, he has a plan that he really, he has a plan for each of us, you know? So who knows? I, I mean, who knows? But all I know is personally, it gives me a great deal of comfort. Yeah. Well, I love that. This this was perfect and very inspiring, actually. Well, and that's we, probably turned a lot of your... Uh, <laughs> no, actually, hey, I got to tell you, know that, I mean, <laughs> my listeners are completely cool. Like, I mean, they love, I mean, they, you know, that's what I love about uh, the show is that there are so many viewpoints, but also so many people that are willing to like hear things that might be out of their norm, you know, and yeah, well, it does. Cool. Yeah. It, well, no, listen, I, I, I had mom on uh, two days ago and... I got so many messages of people going through cancer right now or oh, their yeah, relatives yeah. going through cancer and yeah. saying, I had one, one lady, I just wrote a message. She says, I, I love your podcast because they're long and I have to go to chemo every day and it takes a oh, long time. Wow. And really? I listen to it, but she says it, it brings me a lot of like comfort and stuff. And I was like, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe wow. that. Yeah. 
So anyways, so God, if you hear that, I did that for that lady. I did that. Yeah, yeah that was cool. Yeah. But no, so no, it gives me, you know, I mean, I like it. I, I, I'm a different person, but I'm the same person, you know, and. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't say you're a, uh, com- no, I'd say you're the same person. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's all internal. So, and, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. Yeah. Uh, where's, uh, where's uh, watermelon right now? Connor. Just tell him to say hi really quick. He doesn't have Connor, to. Connor, where'd you go? I just, I just want people to hear how deep his voice has gotten. Okay. Well, come here, man. You I just want. He just wants. He wants people to hear your voice how deep. So say, hey, Ryan. Hey, Uncle Ryan. Whoa, see, look at how deep. That's such a deep voice now. Okay, sorry. Bye, dude. Bye, Uncle Ryan. Bye, Uncle Ryan. Bye. <laughs> he he's loves. Team, he's 15 years old. Now. He sure is. Uh, okay, Dad. Well, we love you, and I okay, love uh, you. I will talk to you very soon. All right. Thanks. And Bye. Don't hate. Don't hate. Love you. Bye. That was awesome. That was awesome, folks. That was my dad, Bill Bailey. He doesn't have an Instagram account, so I can't tell you to go follow him. And he doesn't have a podcast as of yet, so I can't tell you to go listen to that either. Did you love uh, Watermelon, my nephew? His voice is getting so deep, and you can just tell how little he wants to talk to me. It is so... It's... It's heartwarming, folks. Do you guys remember when you were 15? Turns out I'm not a cool guy anymore. I think the mustache actually probably scared him when he saw it this weekend. That must be it. Anyways, uh, on to our main guest tonight uh, or today. He uh, he had a podcast called The Slut Pig Podcast, which is the best name for a podcast of all time. But he has changed the name. He is actually premiering his new podcast and this is called the christian gray snow show and i think it is a great i mean this dude is so funny i think you're gonna love his podcast you've probably already heard it it's not gonna be that different he says but this guy i just i love I love his love of this and I love how he makes me laugh. And this is just one of the best Bravo conversations that I've had. I mean, I have so many good conversations, but it was so fun talking to him. We go around the world. We go to all the Bravo shows. We don't even get to Beverly Hills until the very end because I don't want to spoil it, but somebody recently unfollowed him or blocked him too from Beverly Hills. And we get into all of that. We also get into Teresa's wedding. We get into Vicki Gunvalson. We get into Tamara. We get into Dubai. We get into Real Girlfriends of Paris. We talk about his personal life. We talk about BravoCon. I don't think there is a surface we did not scratch but i want you to go subscribe to his podcast which premieres on friday he just signed with her dat media which if you look at them they have some great shows over there truly truly and uh i don't know so listen to my beverly hills recap but mainly listen to his on friday you know like let's share the wealth i want everybody to do good but this guy is truly talented and i can't wait to hear his episode on friday so I'm telling you, you're going to have a lot of laughs with this. Here he is. Oh, and also go to uh, the Slut Pig. <laughs> it's Shop Slut Pig, but it's www.thesluttpigshop.com, which, by the way, I mean, just to have any mail coming from the Slut Pig Shop is just got to be so fun for your mailman to carry and draw. Oh, I see you've got a package from the Slut Pig Shop. But he has so many good uh, shirts. Uh, even as candles now, sweatshirts, 
uh, cups. He's got a great merch line. So go check that out at the sluttpigshop.com. Here he is without further ado at Christian gray snow, Christian gray snow. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest, you might be wondering if you listen to podcasts, where the F he's been, like we all have, um, uh, but he's right here today and there's a huge announcement that I need to make you aware of, uh, because he is coming back to the podcasting airwaves this Friday. You might remember his last podcast, the slut pig podcast, which I was like, I was wondering if he was going to keep the name, but it is not, it is, it is a new, uh, not as I, I cannot wait to talk about how he came up with this name, but also he is one of the funniest people that I follow on Instagram, just constantly Aww. A brilliant, fun, funny mind. He also works in radio, which I also want to find out because that has been a lifelong fascination of mine. I grew up on radio and I always love, like, I think I follow your radio station now too as oh. well. Plus he designed some of the coolest products. You guys, if you're watching this, it's, uh, I have my, who is hunky Dory with Kathy Hilton <laughs> sweatshirt. And I am about to purchase the blocked by Lisa Rinna sweatshirt. Yes. This came, we've got to talk about it. Anyways, the Christian gray snow podcast premieres this Friday, Christian gray snow. Welcome back to the show. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. What an intro. I mean, my, I could keep going like the, the, I truly. So, okay. Just to get this out of the way, because I actually get DMS with this. What happened to Slut Pig Podcast? What happened to the dip? What what yes. do you what what happened? Um. So uh, yes, I had the Slut Pig Podcast with the dip for about a year. It was actually and a you year. had great guests. I mean, you had, had Kyle Richards. I you had, had Kyle. Vicky, I had Teresa. Um. Yeah, it was incredible. So it was you know it was successful, but unfortunately, um, you know, I had a meeting with the dip, and they told me that they were having to restructure basically their entire company. So it was myself and a lot of other podcasts that were affected. Yeah, it's not just you. That's what I want to say. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't just your podcast. It was a lot of podcasts. Yep. So it definitely wasn't, while it sucked, you know, I, I wasn't the only one affected. You know, a lot of people were. Um, but I, you know, got lucky, um, you know, through some work contacts um, and got put in in touch with this wonderful company called Herdat Media. And Which, by the way, they have amazing podcasts. Yeah, they produced Melissa Rivers' show. I was like, okay. Big yeah, mouth. I mean, like, That's if you go deal. look at Herdat Media's podcast, and I I mean, I know I probably shouldn't be doing this as my own podcast and all that, but they have amazing, they have an amazing lineup of people, and now including you. But my question is, I mean, my thing was, it's such a ballsy name, Slut Pig. And of course, <laughs> yeah. that comes from the you know famous scene with the Richard sisters from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Were they like, Christian, we love you. We don't love the name Slut Pig. That is exactly how it went. <laughs> um, and uh, it also went something like this. Are you sure? Like, I, I was like, I, I literally, I was like, you don't understand. I was like, I sometimes go in bars and people will be like, Slut Pig. You know, I'm like, it's. You know, I was like, there is no offense here. I was like, <laughs> anyone who I want to listen to my podcast knows what that means. You know, <laughs> wait, um, by the way, I love that you go to bars and there's like a 5% potential that they don't even know. They just want to call you a slut pig. That's yeah, amazing. It, yeah, It's amazing. Um, and so, you know, they just, their, their stance was that they wanted something that could be a little more universal that maybe wouldn't kind of put me in a corner as far as just housewives in case I kind of want to branch out. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, I saw that immediately. Like I knew immediately. Cause I was like, cause I think I even saw one of your stories of like, Oh, help me think of a name for the show. But mm -hmm. I think the Christian gray snow show is a great name. And I love the snow show part of it, even though that's still like, I like that. And it does, it kind of like, 
it's still it's still going to be your sharp humor. It's going to be all this. this it's going to be the same show. Yeah, it's just a different name. That's yeah. It. And I think if anything, it challenges me, you know, to open up and be a little more open and honest. I guess about my personal life, which a lot of people tell me they're like, I feel like we know nothing about you. You never post anything about yourself. It's always about you know all these other bitches. I'm like, yeah, duh. I feel so. <laughs> that's no. That's it's like I always feel weird about that too. Like I I subtly try to like now like post something about my life, mm-hmm. but I get really nervous because like I'm not like like Sam like Bravo historians always good. Like I always see she's doing lives and Maggie's yeah. great at it. Best of brother. Like, but I feel so weird. Cause it's like, who the F cares about what I'm doing? That's you know? how like, I am. And like, also I'm boring. Like I, I'm single. Like I <laughs> so don't like, date I'm anyone at my you desk know? doing a podcast. Like you know? literally my biggest goal every day is to get home from work, <laughs> you know, and just like, and just be, you know, like I, I don't really lead an exciting life. Um, so we actually, I, I disagree with this just real quick. I want to, before we get to the housewife stuff, we're because you moved from Los Angeles to where are you at now? Seattle? I, yes, I'm in Seattle. And you took a job at uh, it's like a morning team on a radio station, right? Yes, it's a morning radio show called The Jubal Show. We're in like 30 cities. Um, it's an iHeart show, we're syndicated. Um, yeah, and so and they you hire- do all of their like you're and you're a character. Not only do you work behind the scenes, but you are a character on yeah, their show. So, so, like, they hired me as the digital producer, you know, because like I'd worked for you know, the real for years, which, you know, where Garcelle was on, that's how I know Garcelle. I was there with them for years. And then I decided to make the transition. I just wanted something new, something different. I wanted to get out of LA. Um, And so I found this job and got it. They hired me as the digital producer. And literally the day I walked in, I was complaining about my moving company and how (laughs) they'd like fucked me over, you know? And they were like, do you want to tell this story on air? See, that's what I fuck yeah, dude. Dude, I grew up on, I grew up on Stern. And so like, that was my, like my favorite, Favorite part uh, is when they open up the universe where you're mm-hmm. like, you're a character. This is a character. Cause then you feel like you're a part of their lives. Cause I was yeah. checking out, I think you run their social media channel too. And I was watching all their videos and all that, you know, I was like getting into it, but you got to meet uh, the Backstreet Boys. A oh my ago. God. Yes. They surprised me on air and told me I got to go backstage to meet the Backstreet Boys, which was like, I mean, I don't think I've ever had a bigger like orgasm in my life than just like in that moment finding out that I got to meet them. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, oh, you made the Backstreet Boys watch you orgasm? Like, <laughs> no, I, no, I couldn't even barely function when it actually happened. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> what did you do? What did you say? I got back there and I was just like, oh my fucking god! And first, <laughs> first in line was Howie, and then it was Kevin, and then Nick was in the middle, and then it was AJ, and then it was Brian, and I was just like, hey, Howie, you're hot, Kevin, nice to see you, Nick. <laughs> you know, um, and I just told him I was like, "You are literally the reason I'm gay," and I've wanted to tell you that since I was seven years old. <laughs> what did, wait, what did he say? He everyone started laughing, and he hugged me. And AJ's like, "You should put that on a shirt." And I was like, "I already did." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was the thing I saw you do? Um, what, what was the concert you were at where with the the team with Kim Zolziak? Oh my God! Yeah, so we had to go to Atlanta for some you know, to see our Atlanta affiliate out there. And they were having some summer concert and Charlie Puth was the headliner. And so we're Charlie like, Puth loves the gay bait, by the way. I, I mean, he's, he's, he, he's always in his undies and all that stuff. Like I don't he posted it. an ass pic the other day. And I was like, if one of my gay friends did that, we'd be taken down for loot content, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, we, he was the headliner and, basically our job was to like, we, we took turns with some of the local stations going out to introduce the acts, like and get the crowd hyped up, et cetera. Well, I had had 
several margaritas and they come to me and they're like, Christian, there's a housewife here. And I was like, please let it be Sheree Whitfield. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And then I was like, then I was like, no, Charlie Puth. And I was like, it's probably fucking Kim here with her kids. (laughs) And did you, uh, did you say anything controversial to Kim? I didn't say anything to Kim. I went and tried to convince her to come on stage with us. They were like, Christian can try to convince her to come on stage with us. So I was like, I was talking to her and Brielle. I was like, hey, if you like Charlie, we're introducing him. If that's who you're here to see, you know, like come out and help us introduce him. You know, it'll get people excited. Did you go, who do I have to blow to get you on stage? I should have. I should have. But, um, you know, Croy was there. And just in case he didn't catch the reference, I didn't want to get like beat up (laughs) before I had the chance to explain myself. (laughs) (laughs) It was also funny because when I met her, I'm like, I'm like kind of fanning. I'm like, oh, and then I, I was like, Hi, Croy. You know, <laughs> like, wait, does she? Because here's the deal, too, is that, you know, even though you like, did, is she aware of your internet presence? I don't think so. I don't, I, yeah, like, some, honest, a lot of the times, like, I hope they, they aren't, you yeah, know, like, not honest, for you. I but, don't, yeah, I don't even know if I follow her. Yeah, I know. I don't, I, I don't like, think that's I her. do. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, dude. Well, this is, fu- I, I, I want to tell, I haven't told the podcast this, and I know you're not a fan of hers. But I got unfollowed by Leah McSweeney the other day. What the fuck? Why would she follow you? I don't know. I well, really and it, it, like thing about Roni. No, I I, just, I I'm just like I guess I'm not a cool New Yorker enough for. But I know you you've always not liked Leah. You've always yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> from from day one, I was like, but no. it, but like, that just shows you how mature I am. Where that like actually where I was like. I got, I was like, I don't even know. I was like, wow, I'm such a yeah. fucking loser. I, I took that personally. And then I, I found it. out I got unfollowed by captain Sandy too. And I'm like, what are these bitches? Like, are they, are they like going around talking about me? And then uh, like, let's, let's all unfollow this guy. And I feel like you don't, it's not like you post anything that's rude towards like anyone else. You I know? don't I mean, so. like, I mean, I like, feel like it's Lisa Rinna and Erica Jane. It's yeah. the basics. It's like not even which. <laughs> okay. So Let's get, let's, I guess, jump into some housewife stuff here, but let's start by actually, you wish Sheree Whitfield was there and she by Sheree, we finally, which I thought I got emotional watching that finale of Atlanta. I thought it was a really well done finale and it sucks because housewives are now into the stratosphere and how like, you know, with drama and crimes that I feel like people don't realize when it's like, that's just a good housewives episode and show and we don't really celebrate it like we do like criminal activity now sometimes the basics are really really good you know yeah so i thought the basic was really good the reunion like the first part was fine nothing too crazy but the she by sheree website went down immediately (laughs) and then the big things is the shine or shine or whatever i'm you know she supposedly, what was the deal? She like took their clothing. It basically designs? seemed like she did like either got it from them or got it from the same wholesale supplier as them and put her logo on it, which like, listen, it is what it is, but it's like, you would just hope that one would have found a way around that perhaps, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. But you know, for me, the issue was, is the pricing. Like, cause it's like, what, is, what is this? BravoCon? Like, like Shuri, I, what are you? No, literally, I was like, do I want to buy a BravoCon ticket or do I want a pair of fucking mass-produced sweatpants and a hoodie, you know? It's like, do you know the goodwill Sheree has from all the fans for this many years? Because I I was like, I want to support, 
But when you see $230, she's selling a note, like a, a spiral notebook, you guys, for yes. $35. Yes. A and spiral notebook. Listen, and I have a merch shop. I know how much it, it yes. costs. Which, to by the way, which, like which, it's the it's the slut pig shop. That's the not changing, slut, right? Yes. The slut pig shop.com. It will always be the slut pig shop. I refuse to change that. I'm guys, I'm going <laughs> to put that on the show notes, but I'll also put it in my stories tomorrow that you can just swipe up. I'm telling you you will not be able to just get one thing. And he's constantly adding things to this store. Truly one of my favorite, like really, really fucking cool. Anyways. Thank you. um, So the Shree thing, then this week I found that she, she kind of made a joke at it and and said, uh, use product code, not she by she, she not by she in. Yeah. Or she in for 20% off. But then now somebody did a video saying that they found the same things at Walmart. Yes. Yes. So she has to just be getting them from like wholesale suppliers, I'm guessing, but it's, which is fine. It's fine, but charge, but none of that price point. Yeah. Yeah. Charge, charge 120 for the whole set. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my whole thing is, is like, do you know how many of us would have, would have put out money for that shit? Like I I would have even put it. I I am so poor and cheap. Like I, I would, I would have bought, cause I want to be a part of that. Yes. completely like i mean i still almost did like i was drunk at the bar trying to do it and thank god her website crashed or i probably would have bought them i couldn't get my fucking card to work and i was like nothing it won't let me type anything in and then the website wasn't working and i was like you know what probably a sign from god but she's also like my favorite housewife too because even when andy at the reunion it's like you can just tell the insecurity in there so much she's like well i don't you know i raised my family and i i did that you know and it's like that's what fascinates me is that this is somebody wanting to be a baller and wanting to be mm-hmm. a girl boss. And you can tell, you know, we saw her struggle with her prison dude and, oh. you know, but see, that's my thing. I'm like, I don't know that she really wants it. I, 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 all this time I thought she wanted, she, I Shere, think it's insecurity. And, well, I think that she just wanted, I, I think she likes the idea of it, you know, yeah. or, or it's either that, or maybe like you said, insecurity, there's something about being a go-getter in Sheree that she she don't she don't get in a hurry for nobody and i respect that you know like yeah, do you yeah by the way i respect like, i respect being lazy too i love yeah. being lazy live yeah. life at your own pace honey but my thing is is like you are sitting on a gold mine like and, and i truly my thing is and if you hired the right amount of people you probably wouldn't even have to lift a finger and would that's then- it like that it shows you like investing in the right team. Yes. Like her, she must like just have zero team that so she, she trusts. I, I don't think she cares or she doesn't want to put out the money to hire people. I think she wants the money. She doesn't want to put out the money for something. Cause my thing is, is like when it's a business to this caliber, what she could have here. I mean, this could be legit shit. You oh, know what I mean? Like I mean, she, I com- she could be in stores agree. if she wanted to, you know, like, but she, you know, she's not getting on top of it. And my thing is that you can't tell me there aren't opportunities with like suppliers and merchandise people and teams that haven't reached out to her to be like, look, let's help bring this to life. That's what, you know? Yeah. Don't you have like a manager? Like, I mean, like okay. an actual D. Um, what did you think about on the, the finale when Apollo came out to walk oh. the runway? And it is funny because it's like. I even go like, oh, cool, Apollo, not like, not like almost forgetting all of the bullshit Apollo <laughs> has done on Real Housewives. I was like, oh, and I was like, wait, he got violent. He got, he was in prison. And I'm like, oh, he jumped in the pool moment. with Kenya in front <laughs> yeah. of his wife. Uh, for me, that was like worse than going to jail, was grabbing a woman <laughs> and throwing her over your shoulder. That's not your wife. And jumping in the pool with her. <laughs> 
Uh, but no, I, <laughs> I was happy to see Apollo, to be honest. Um, it felt like it was refreshing to see him. He seems happy. Um, and to be honest, <laughs> I tweet, I even tweeted, I was like, can Apollo be like the first official like guy friend of like him and Sheree? I just kind of like their vibe, like them hanging out. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I did kind of dig that. And I loved how he kind of stuck up for her with her prison dude that came and visited her. And also, yeah. I almost teared up seeing Dwight. I know. And, and um, who else was there? Uh, Snow. Her last name's Snow. Christian Grace Snow. No. Uh, De- what's her name? The from season one. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was she like, was there. Brittany Snow. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun was there. Yeah, I love it. Was that was such a wonderfully produced finale. It really was. I, I I agree. And I feel like, th- but that's, what's frustrating. Cause we have the salt Lake, which season three is about to premiere. Um, and you know, we saw the preview trailer for that and Jen Shaw, we have a whole season filmed where she is proclaiming her innocence. Oh. And like, what scares me is that I feel like the last episode is going to be like, actually I'm guilty. Okay. Cut. Like, yeah. what do you think, or what are your predictions for this season with salt Lake? And what is your actual <clears throat> overall feeling about salt Lake with these women at this point? Well, my feeling is that while I do think we have five powerhouses and they're the full-time ladies, like I am always against five full-time cast members unless, I mean, this is not. Because it's too much. It's yeah, like, it's, it's like, too hard. Remember that season in New York? Like yeah. I, would th- I think it was like the last season, but they only had like five and it was yes. too much work for them. And unless it's constant group scenes, like, you know, you need, you, ha- you have to spread that shit out more, you know, like, so um, I-, I don't know. So I'm a little worried about that, but they do also have three friends, which is, you know, that to me also feels kind of messy because I'm like, you're able to give them three official friend slots. You gave them photo shoots, all that shit, but not, not one of them was worthy of holding a snowflake. Is that just like a, is that just like a cost effective measure? Like, why do you think they do that? They're already in their early season. So it's not like any of them have like established, you know, it's not like the Salt Lake girls are making Potomac money when we're talking, you know? Um, And to be honest, it probably took the Potomac girls three or four seasons to have really high episodic rates. You know, I mean, it takes time to build it up. Yeah. So maybe it is that, or or maybe it's just because they knew that next season, everything's going to have to look way, way, way different. So that's like, you know, let's give them the five they're familiar with because enough change is going to happen next year. And then we'll see what happens. You know, um, are you Shaw squad? Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, listen, is she incredible TV? Absolutely. Her cast photo, probably one of the best I've ever seen. I will, I will gas that bitch up 24 seven, but she is obviously not like a great person. Well, dude, I heard that she was getting a booth at fucking BravoCon to sell shit. It won't surprise me. It won't surprise probably- you. Have, but I mean, like the balls, the balls on her. You know, after what? you get, plead guilty to defrauding elderly, you're still going to show up. And and the funny thing is, Bravo fans will be like, "Fuck yeah, woo!" You know, I'll wait in line for days. Are you serious? And she, she even has me blocked. And I would. And listen, <laughs> I, I don't wait in line. To Heather Gay unfollowed me because of my Jen Shaw jokes. Like what the fuck? Like I, I had like a beautiful conversation with Heather Gay, but Heather Gay stands by Jen Shaw. She does. Well, she better watch it, or she's going to end up right there in jail with her. Because Jen will take anybody under the bus with her. In my what, well, I mean, in your like, I think you at this point think like a producer. Mm-hmm. You you do that for your job. You do that as a producer. You've not maybe you've seen the first episode, maybe not. But as a producer, how do you tell this story? in a way where you don't 
let her brag about being not guilty and then all of a sudden switch. Like, how do you do that and make sure that the victims get their kind of like, you know, like what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how do you balance that all out? I mean, at the end of the day, as a producer, I think your job is to tell the truth, but also, you know, their truth might be different from the real truth. So that is all. And, and at the same time, as a producer who knew who maybe they believed her, you know, maybe they chose to believe everything she was saying. And like like Jax know? Taylor on the first season of Vanderpump Rules, they had yeah. that making of and the producers goes, we all thought Jax totally didn't cheat with the girl in Vegas. Yeah. He swore up and down. We believed him. And you know how producers and like crew members, I mean, they become like a second family and stuff. And I mean, that they want to root for these people, you know? And I think at the end of the day, you know, and it's not just Jen that they work with. They see her husband, they see her kids, they see the rest of her family. And like that, that's in the back of their mind. I don't think that they go in wanting, you know, I mean, I think for entertainment purposes, is it good? Yes. But at the end of the day, like these are lives that are involved and, I don't know. That's a tough, tough, tough. Yeah. Spot like to I, I'm so curious about the, the production level of that, of the conversations that go into this and, and, and how you then, you know, like I did not expect her to sh- plead guilty last minute. I, oh. I was, I mean, we were taught, all of us were like, we were ready for content of the trial, the trial outfit. Oh, I was, I was so excited for the outfits. Oh, I knew she was going to kill it. I mean, talk of shame was going to go down there. We had all like, I mean, everybody was planning something. So it really truly did shock me. But it also shocked me because we saw postings from Meredith Marks going like, okay. we are innocent until proven guilty in this and, country. Well, and the fact that we all knew because fans had spotted them obviously getting like, because they wrapped the season earlier. So they were using this, I guess, as like pickup scenes or to maybe add in yeah. some extra episodes at the end. But it blew my mind that Jen Shaw had the audacity to get on a fucking plane with them and fly to New York and then plead guilty. <laughs> and have Meredith stand said- up. Yeah, they said they up for you know. in her stories. They really held <laughs> I'm like, so what do you I mean that to me is comically like that's to me, it's like that to me is the show. Like I want their reactions, I want their, you know, like that to me is the show. The only moment I care about in the upcoming season of Salt Lake is I need to know there were fucking cameras on Meredith's face when she found out Jen <laughs> pleaded guilty. If there are, as long as she doesn't face tune it on top of that oh, camera, yeah. yeah, yeah. But just because I mean, she was so adamantly against Jen. Like, you came for my kid. I don't fucking care if you die. Period. Like, we can interact in the same room, but I don't give a shit about you. And so, and then for her switched. To- and then to be right originally. Well, wait. Well, right. Where are you on Lisa Barlow? Um, I think that she she's very much an LVP. I think sniper from the side, but not that clean, you know, because you yeah, you famously do not like Lisa Vanderpump famously. I'm now remembering that. So you think Lisa, but I think Lisa Barlow is going to have a great season just because she's going to be against Jen from the beginning and maybe the only one against Jen. I think so too. And also, I mean, I say that she's like LVP in the sense that I think that she's just messy and how she gets her dirty work done. She could be a little cleaner about it, but also she's a lot more enjoyable than LVP in my opinion. Like at the end of the day, like Lisa Barlow is fucking hilarious television, the fast food. I love it. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, those little things she, make she's cooked like once in 20 years, you know I mean? It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, I love that you made her, her sons have a product line called fresh uh, wolf. Like that's, uh, I wish best. my mom did that. Yes. And the best is whenever she does the videos with them and, and you can see her mouthing the words, telling them what to say. <laughs> I love it. I mean, to me, those are the little peculiarities that really like make housewives to me. Yeah. Um, and it's the stuff that I keep coming back to uh, real quick to touch on. 
Uh, are you giving Real Girlfriends of Paris a shot at all? Um, I watched a little bit of the first the first episode. Like I was like cooking dinner. Um, it got my attention more than I thought it would. But I I'll be honest, I haven't like followed up with it. Um, I was very upset to see the ratings though because they were horrible. Dude, I was looking at the ratings today and it was like a. I mean, I think it was like Watch What Happens Live even got better ratings than. I mean, their demo was like a point. It's like point two. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was like really really low. And then on top of that, then Dubai launched this season. Where mm-hmm. were you on Dubai? Listen, a lot of people weren't here for Dubai, but I I enjoyed it. You know, I, I love the women. I mean, I genuinely like like everyone on the cast, even though, I mean, Caroline Stanberry did kind of annoy me at times, but yeah, I, mean, me too. I, I yeah. like all the women. Um, do I think it could have been more Housewives-ish? Yes, but I think that that's that first season groove. It might just take a little bit. Yeah, and by the way, like you said earlier, remember these things do take time. Like even yeah. the Potomac ladies, remember people didn't start kissing the Potomac ladies ass until season four, realizing that they had like a gold mine, but that takes time to build. Yeah. And there were so many of us for how long been like, y'all have to watch this shit. Like it's good. It's good. Yeah. You know? Um, so we'll see. I mean, I, I, I feel like Bravo- I just hope it doesn't get canceled, but I don't think it will because Peacock. I'm worried. I'm worried about Peacock, like as a streaming service. I get that. Yeah. I mean, my whole thing is to, I feel like I want them to take advantage of what the gold mine that they have hit, which to me is the, you know, the content that features, you know, familiar faces from the past and current faces mixed, you know, these, these people we follow. Yeah. For Phaedra or like another that, ladies from London. That type of lane and Avenue is everything they need to do. Not just ultimate girls trip, but I want to see like, you know, I want to see like Vicky go have to embalm a body and Phaedra have to sell insurance for a day, yeah. you know, something yes. like that. Yeah. We're like, we always, we, I mean, which by the way, this is like what, when we, the, like people like us that do what we do, like I'll just sit there all day long and think of like different like formats. Oh, yeah. Like let's do housewife swap. Let's do the. It's always the same idea. Let's do fantasy football. Let's yeah. do that. Like I want this to continue and thrive. Like I never I want Bravo to go away. Like I don't. I just never want it. It makes me feel so good. Um, I have so God. It's okay. I have so many questions for you. Oh, First good. off, go, 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 Maggie go. Kelly was on your 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 BFF, best of Bravo. My girl, she's awesome. And you guys, I mean, you have a very special relationship with one Vicky Gunvalson. Oh, and yes. w- speak to me about why you find Vicky so special, but you literally, you're doing shots with her at on delays. Yeah. Like you went in like, that was for your birthday, right? I, I That was the a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, like, how do you I, just hang out? How do you not just be nervous the whole time? Well, you know what? Because honestly, though, when you meet the first time I met Vicky, obviously I was nervous, but within two minutes of meeting her, I swear to God, you can, Maggie was there the first time we met too. Um, and it was myself and like three friends. We were in Vegas the first time we met and it was for when Vicky oh, had the strip that, like, club the one, stripper right? party. Yes. <laughs> and, um, cause my friends and I were kind of joking. We're like, should we go? And I had just moved to Seattle. I had just started a new job. I like, couldn't take time off work or anything. So I was and it's not to- like you have tons of money, you know? Yeah, I don't. So I was going to have to fly out like Friday night, be there Friday event, Saturday, fly back Sunday, radio in the morning, Monday, like boom, 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 boom. But we get there and I tell Vicky, you know, that we're coming and she had followed me on Instagram at that point. She'd done my podcast. She knew that I was like, yeah, she I'll, knew. Yeah. I'll fight for that bitch. You know what I'm saying? And you ask why, honestly, I do not know why it has to be. I think a lot of it's rooted in like history and nostalgia 
and just the fact that she is the OG and I don't give a fuck about Gina Kia being the first. Vicky is the first and longest running. So it is what it is. Take it. I don't care. And it's just, it's just about respect, you know? And I feel, you know, do Vicky and I agree on everything? Fuck no. I, we might agree. <laughs> Vicky and I might agree on one thing out of 10, but, <laughs> but she, when I watch when all these years of watching her, no one has ever made me laugh more. I think she's the funniest fucking person in the world. You know, she's opened up her life. We've seen her go through all kinds of shit. And then to meet her, she was literally the nicest, sweetest, most fun, you know, welcoming person. Like within five minutes of all of us being together, it was like my group of friends had known her and her group of friends forever, you know? Um, yeah. And so then she, yeah, she had her birthday party in Mexico. So we went down for that. That was my first time in Puerto Vallarta. Um, and I met her sister-in-law. It's a lady named Mary Ellen. And I fucking love that bitch. Me and her hit it off. And so, uh, <laughs> then I, and you know, Vi I ended up going back to PV for my birthday and I invited Vicky, but she was originally going to be in Illinois with Brianna. So she couldn't come, but her sister-in-law, Mary Ellen was like, well, I'm fucking coming. <laughs> so I guess I have to yeah. come. Yeah. But yeah. So then something switched with Brianna and Vicky's dates at the last minute. And so Vicky ended up, she was like, okay, I can come. I can come. Um, and it was just, and but that was the same trip central. you guys, it was the same trip that Jen Shaw did plead guilty. Cause I remember a picture of you and Maggie, best of Bravo yes. having to be on your phones, doing content, literally which is I, the worst. I was laying in the bed hungover as shit from like the last three days. I'm laying in like a cold, dark room, you know, just like <laughs> kind of like, and I hear Maggie be like, <laughs> we were in this like huge, like condo, like Airbnb. I was like, what, what? And she's like, Jen Shaw pled guilty. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And, oh, I came out and it was already all over everywhere. You know, and I was like, where's Meredith? Get cameras on uh, Meredith. Oh, I want to remind people too, you, you brought up Ultimate Girls Trip. The first season, they're looking at one of your fucking Instagrams because yes. you had the inside scoop where I don't know if you guys remember that in the first season, they're like, oh, it's already words gotten out that there's already a fight going on. Mm -hmm. And that was your account. I, did they blur you out or did they not? They blurred me. But the thing is, so my friend Anthony used to work for Dominic, TMZ. right? Yes. Everybody go follow all over Anthony. He's the coolest fucker ever. And he, 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 has, really good, he has good ass tea too. Um, so he had posted about it on Twitter or something. And then I screenshotted his tweet and posted like, hey, shit's going down. And I think producer said something to the girls, like something's going down and Kyle knew where the fuck to go on Instagram. So she went to my page and sure as shit, I had posted Anthony's, you know, thing and they blurred it out. But then they, they talked about Anthony by name on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Anthony, well, this actually segs into what I, uh, another one that you're a huge supporter of Anthony went to the wedding of the century. She went to, he went to Teresa Giudici yeah. and Louis Ruelas or however you say his name. And guess who his date was, you guys? Yeah. Kenya flipping more. He yeah. was at the wedding with what, you know, because I know Teresa is another one of those where you just respect. It's like, yeah. the, like a Vicky, you know, yeah. you respect history. What was your thoughts about the wedding as a whole? How did it make you feel? Where are you on Louie? You know, I think that anyone who thinks that Teresa is not in on the television of it all, 
should have been proven wrong the moment they saw her hair because she knew exactly what she was doing. She was producing a fucking special. The 1500 bobby pins. She knew. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now is the part of the show that I love the most when we get to talk about our sponsor. And this week, So Bad It's Good is sponsored by our friends over at Dame. Now, Dame are products that help you explore pleasure, toys, tools, and more for getting in touch with yourself. You can go to dame.com to look for everything that you possibly might need. By the way, their website truly is fascinating because they have articles on there as well as uh, some of their best-selling toys and products. Um, One that I wanted to feature this week is a couple's product called uh, Ava. So let's be honest, sex is better when everyone is enjoying themselves. That's why Dame Products designed Ava. It's the first hands-free vibrator for couples. Boost pleasure and connection for all with a little toy that won't get in the way. So sharing pleasure during an intimacy not only feels good in your body, but it can increase your emotional connection and decrease your stress levels so you can take those good feelings with you throughout your day. But in order to get there, even the most sexually motivated couples can benefit from a strategically placed buzz. Enter Dame Products. Dame Products designed its hand-free toy Ava specifically for couples. It nestles close to the body and stays put with just a finger so you and your partner can focus on intimacy. It's designed to enhance, not distract from pleasure. Ava is your sex life's new best friend. So what are you waiting for? Try adding a toy into the mix and discover new layers of pleasure you can share, plus sex you will look forward to. 
Um, so they sent me this product. They sent me their other product, uh, Air, which is spelled A-E-R. And that is a solo product you can use. And their their oil, uh, sex oil, which is an all-natural full-body massage oil formulated with arousing ingredients. But this company truly is amazing. All I'm asking is you go to the website at dame.com. I'm looking at it now, but like I said, there's even articles. Uh, I'm reading one right. It says four behaviors that set a marriage on the wrong path. What is myofascial release? Uh, 10 feminist friendship quotes to share with your BFF. I mean, this is, this website actually has tons of articles. You can put your email address in there and get a, uh, a weekly, uh, thing that'll get sent to your inbox. Uh, but really, really cool company. Um, go to dameproducts.com and enter code so bad today for 15% off site-wide. That's code so bad to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. But uh, like I always say, just go check it out for real. Like it really does. It not only helps the show, but I think these are things like I have primarily a female audience and there is nothing, nothing shameful about this. And uh, I am so thrilled that they continue to be a sponsor on this show. So remember, go to dameproducts.com and put in the code so bad for 15% off. Oh, hey, it's Ryan again. I just thought of one other thing. I thought about the look of these uh, because sometimes sex toys look a certain way. Um, but these look really, I mean, dare I say cute? They look like Pixar toys. They almost look like kind of artistic in a way. That's why I'm saying go to the website, check it out for yourself. But these are really thoughtfully engineered. Okay, that's it. Back to the show. She it is needed, funny that that, she that detailed information got out there immediately. Like she needed a shock moment. The entire fucking world was talking about her hair. Okay. Like, Oh, Melissa I, wishes, I, I was making, it, it was such a gift. I remember. Cause it just, it was like that. It gave me so many. I, and I know this sounds silly cause this is what the creative process is, but like, I it made me laugh so much. And I was thinking of oh, ideas of like, yeah. okay, Melissa and, and, and Joe are hiding in the hair or this is, <laughs> or Trump hide, hide hiding files in her hair. Like, <laughs> like there was, it made me, it made me so, it, it makes me so happy to think of jokes, you know, like, mm -hmm. and it's not even a personal thing. It's just like, how do you not make a joke yeah. about that? How yeah, do you and not? And it's those few moments too that's like, God, I love the Bravo community, you know, because a lot of times like we be at each other's throats, you know, like I'll be blocking people that like disagree with me, but every <laughs> once in a while, like a moment comes about where we can all just enjoy it, you know. And that I was know that one and, of those and, and moments. Because then you scroll through and some, you know, sometimes I, I don't, I wouldn't say competitive, but I would say like it was one of the only times where like, I thought everybody's jokes were pretty funny. Like oh, I was God, like, cause yeah. sometimes I'll be like, Oh, that's lame. Or I'll even say that with my own shit. I'll be like, that's lame. You fucker. Yeah. You couldn't think of a better fucking, you just had to post something. Didn't you idiot? Like I'm shit talking myself. <laughs> I'm all saying, the time. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, Oh, you just had, you had to see if you could get some likes. Yeah. Um, okay. So that leads us. Oh, and by the way, so what it, Melissa and Joe not going to the wedding. Were you shocked about that? Um, I wish I was, but it's like, I think deep down, I knew they was, they were going to pull some shit. I knew a stunt was going to happen. Yeah. But I hear the rumor is that Teresa brought up a rumor about like, like Melissa cheating. So why would you then go to the way? I mean, but like, you I know, I don't think that was the case. I think that, that oh, it was okay. brought up by someone else on camera earlier in the season. But also the thing is y'all, y'all should, y'all have been doing this for 13 fucking years. 
If y'all don't get together the night before a finale and be like, everything we say tomorrow does not count. Okay. Like, like, you know, just have your moment. But the thing is, is also like, that's your sister. You know, you're only really living like main relative, you know, aside from all their cousins and stuff. And they don't even talk to half of them. So it just, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I why really, do you think Joey Gorga posts the way he does? Like I always make fun of it. Cause he'll always be like, family is slicker than water unless they talk behind your back. And it's just a photo of him. Like just yeah. scout, like it never fully makes sense completely. And I'm like, you could, it's like she by charade. You could get somebody to do this better for you, you know, <laughs> yeah, or, or just actually just stop. Don't, yeah. don't, yeah. You're, you're not like a motivational speaker. You it's know? only five photos. He keeps recycling with different yeah. phrases. And it's, it's like, and it's because someone like, you know, cut him off on his way to get coffee that morning. He's like, I was, <laughs> The strength inside me, you know, when you're a man, <laughs> da, 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 it's like fucking shut the fuck up. Uh, um, no, I just, but you know, and they annoy the shit out of me, Joe. I've always, been yeah, no, I know. You've always, yeah. I've always thought Joe is just like he just, you know, my I'm an only child, but my mom is the baby of nine, and my dad is like the middle of five, and you know, my mom has always been very close with her siblings, but like, and my dad's very close with his too, but he has a brother who's like the who's been babied his entire life and he just reminds me of joe like it's just like everything is someone else's fucking fault you know it's constantly like having to make him fucking feel better and it's just like yeah like the sensitivity is at like 89 like it's just it's such a high sensitive level and i think that Teresa was obviously very sensitive to his sensitivity for so long and i think that it's just gotten increasingly you know the threshold for, for what he needs is just higher and I, she's like you know i can't do this shit like but also i mean up. just in you know for us housewives fans though and i think this shows you how much people love Teresa. is that's why they were worried about louie like we went through oh, brooke, yeah. we went through brooks like we went through vicky and brooks yeah. we, it's like it's not like this is our first rodeo it's not, not like we all. just picked somebody it's that we actually learn from these shows more than the characters on the show learn from these shows you know yeah, and the um, thing we we really do want the best for you know even the ones oh, that like dude I want Teresa like I I Teresa isn't my favorite favorite but like I want her to be happy I want her mm-hmm. to be with a good guy I like I know she's a good I always say she seems like a great mother I mean mm-hmm. like I'm glad she got away from Joe even like I'm not sentimental and they're like she should have stayed with Joe fuck that yeah. like she kept her family together but it is I I do get nervous about this aspect of it with any of the housewives, any yeah. guy that gets involved. Like I saw Vicky at, uh, uh, I thought of you for at a counting crow show. Like I, I was first, and, and, and my friend was like, no, you better get a picture and ask, you know, and she goes, Oh, bless you. Cause I said, and she was with a hot dude. She was like a hot older dude. So she looks like, she's yeah. Doing good. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And he's she, got his own money. I'll just say. He did look very well. Whatever. Yeah, I was nice button up at, express yeah. for men's shirt. Very I was talking nice. to him about his work and stuff and I found out what he did. And I mean, even whenever I like got back with my friends, I remember my friend, Brittany, she was like, that motherfucker's got money. I was like, good. He won't be taking my girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She Vicky can keep the Kodo money all to herself. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we has Vicky ever tried to sell insurance to you. <laughs> I think she gave me somebody's information for a quote one time. Her, but her, I, her. I had like totally walked into it. I think I'd said something like <laughs> I was like, getting a new car. So it was when I was in, still in California. And it was something <laughs> about my car. She's like, oh, here, reach out to this person. <laughs> um, two last topics. And I'm saving okay. the best for last. Okay, but this, what, what's what's your story for BravoCon? What are you doing? 
Um, honestly, just today I was even texting my mom. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I already had like tickets to a concert in Kentucky books two weeks after that. It's the judge reunion tour, their oh, final well, tour. And, and it well, was, yes, but didn't yes. one of Naomi okay. pass. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. now it's like this final marking of like the judge music and I'm going, I got tickets to the final show in their hometown and Faith Hill is coming to perform with Winona and like me growing up as like a country music lover, that is just like huge. Um, so I already had that booked. I will say this. I have, but you're such a huge part of Bravo for all of us fans. And I, I want to come so bad, but it's just hard with like getting time off of work and stuff. But I will say this, I have a flight and a hotel booked for Bravo con. Just I love case. that. you. I love that. You're like, you know what? It's so tough. I, I already have this. I don't have a fucking flight or a hotel. You're like, but I do have all of this. This is, I this. have everything I I am so but disorganized. A oh my God. <laughs> I have you're everything but a ticket. I like, oh. well, I, I booked with like miles and shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Here. I love that you're already way more prepared and you might not even be there. <laughs> um, they, I saw the lineup of events today and mm-hmm. it is one of those things. Like I don't, I don't personally care about like photo ops with other people, but I'm really curious. Like I want to see the panels with the producers. I want to see like, and also I think I'm like one of the only people like, but I geek out about Andy Cohen. I like Andy Cohen a lot. I I think he's just a great host. And he just actually, they announced his new, his uh, book most talkative is being optioned by NBC for a TV series. I think that's going to be awesome. Do you think what what there's supposed to be a surprise announcement at BravoCon? What do you think it is? Probably Rony cast, uh, Rony legacy, um, but not Andy retiring from. Oh, I don't think so, because that was the rumor going around, and then somebody started a rumor saying Craig Conover was going to be the replacement, and I was like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" I mean, I would hope that at this point they would at least let all the like Bravo accounts audition for it. I just don't think it should be a straight dude and it shouldn't be Craig Conover unless he promises to get hammered every night. And it then definitely, that's like the fun. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely shouldn't be a completely straight dude. I do think that. I we agree. Got, and it, it, I think it needs to be a woman or a gay dude. That's, yes. you know. Um, you know, let's, you know, who would be great for like a watch what happened? Let's try to think like who, who in the Bravo sphere, if Andy were to ever hand over the reins. It I would, think like a Brandy Glanville would be incredible. It, but see, I would agree with that, except that she's proven she can't be controlled at times. That's true. And you do have to, you have to have bring that fun, but you also have to control it at times. They and would I feel have like to she lose would, the live element completely. Yeah. Like I feel like she would crush it two nights out of four, you know, like yeah. she would kill it. And then two nights would just be a disaster, which might be fun. Yeah. Like there's like a, there's a showman element to Andy that not a lot of people have. And I'm trying to think like anybody like Radio Andy, you got, uh, I mean, would, would like a Jeff Lewis or an Amy Phillips or uh, Amy would be amazing. I yes. mean, Amy would be, and Amy's already used on that show a bunch in impressions. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you would be great at it. You could audition. I mean, no, I mean, like I, I was thinking like, to. I mean, Faces by Bravo, Steven, I don't know. I mean, he, Danny Pellegrino. I mean, Danny, of course, is a great uh, choice. I mean, Listen, Ronnie and Ben, if they chose to do a two, I mean, switch it up completely. But I don't know. That's something in the back of my head. If you do get hired as the host, can I do like street segments? Would you hire me to do streets? Absolutely. 100%. We'll put Um, you outside Erica's house to get a daily report, you know, on who... uh, Ugh. okay well i'm glad i'm so get glad y'all, you, get you all worked up i'm so glad you you fed into the you know like ee, ee. 
Okay, so let's get into Beverly Hills now. We Woo-hoo! are coming up on the uh, a new episode tonight, mm-hmm. which we get to watch after this. Um, but something like so, my friend Meditza Lopez, who does all you know, she's works for me and just does amazing artwork. But she told me she goes, "Oh, Christian, some ask Christian." who blocked him he says he's hurt and then i ran over to look at your stories and i was like and so i but then i'm so you guys like i i get so nervous about reaching out to people like you know like it when i reach out to you it's like when i'm drunk because like, that's when i have the <laughs> I most confidence like that all the time, it's like bro. when i have the most confidence in myself is when i'm drunk so that's it. it and i uh and so i was wondering and she goes ask him and i go oh i don't want to bother him you know and I was thinking, is it Kyle? I was like, there's no way Kyle would block. But I said, you are close with Kyle, but who did block you? It was Rena. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was yeah. part of the Rena blocking spree, but it was just, it was but just But it really, so it, it got you, it hurt you. It, it, it got like, me because well, I've talked to her for years. Years. Has, years. Has, has she unblocked you yet? No, and she blocked my work accounts too. Wait, but you know uh, why that is though. Is it because we, you block all the accounts or whatever? Yeah, remember when we block people, it says block it, this and all the other accounts that is associated with this account? But it says accounts they may create. This is an, not an account I have ownership over. It's just an if account. That's, oh, see, I just assume, because that's insane if you block your work account. Yeah, and it was, I mean, I, I checked and I swear it wasn't. I'm going to do a recheck before I record my podcast tomorrow and talk and share exactly why I think this is fucked up and why I think she did this. Um, but I have, th- I have fucking thought. Well, she did that. this to, she did this to everybody. So that's a great tease for Friday's show of the Christian Grace snow show. Mm-hmm. But what I do want to say is I love that you took something sad for you, but you made gold out of it. You have a blocked by Lisa Rinna shirt that you put up immediately pretty much, which I, that was like, Oh, I love, I love this. <laughs> and by the way, welcome. Wait, dude. Well, welcome to the the right side of the team, Christian. This girl's been horrible from the beginning. I warned you about her. Oh, I warned I Steven about her. You got you last time you were on this, you stood up for her. She is soulless and she will throw you under the bus. And you are now what you are literally Denise Richards right now. No, I thank God Denise you Richards. are an open honestly, because if not, she'd out you. Honestly, I owe Denise an apology, probably. Can I tell you what? I'm giving reach out have her dad reach out to denise get her on your show i'm going that. to That's that would be an idea. amazing episode i'll do it and honestly I'll, I'll apologize to her and tell her why i did what i did yeah exactly that would be amazing like do you, and that would actually make like page six and stuff like that absolutely oh, damn Good idea. okay okay they will when you get to host watch what happens live you you promised me a job um, i promise what but at this point though as a viewer that actually thinks about these things deeply. What have you thought about this season of real housewives of Beverly Hills where, I mean, cause listen, I know grief is a motherfucker and mm. you know, Lisa has self-diagnosed herself in every episode, but I've never seen her literally, I mean, just very unhinged week to week. What yeah. have your thoughts been? I mean, Beverly Hills has always been one of the toughest for me, even though it's my favorite because I almost, you know, aside from, from LVP, like I really genuinely have always loved the cast. There's rarely ever been a cast member on Beverly Hills that I like, don't really like, especially now. I mean, they've been in such a good groove the last two or three years, you know, I mean, I, I love everyone. So it's, it, it's tough when, you know, it gets like this. And I just think 
in particular, number one, this season has felt way too long. I mean, there's way too many episodes, you know, I think it wouldn't have felt as dark and like drug out if there wasn't so much of it, you know, if it would have just been a little concise. Um, But how much of that do you think is also not me and you, but like kind of the fans faults in a way is that, I mean, there are certain accounts we've been fucking talking about this Aspen shit for eight months. Well, you know, like since it happened, we've been talking about it. It's exhausting. So I feel like I've been in a year long season. We have, we have, I mean, you got to think it's number one. It's literally 21 fucking episodes plus three reunion. That is half a fucking year. And like you said, we were hearing all about this. Yeah, in the we press already knew for a month or two. Before oh, Kathy, we, this, Kathy, that. Before we even got a trailer, you know. So it's like we're exhausted by it, and like, and I hope people don't get offended by this. But I'm also tired of the Erica lawsuit shit. Like, I mean, I was not, I'm not tired of it. Like, I'm. I, I wish that there were other aspects around her story that we could well, argue about. You should get something. untired because it feels like it's going to go on. For the I mean, rest of her life. I, it does. And I'm just like, I just wish that, you know, you know, I, I wish that she would like get drunk and like throw up on someone's couch just to argue about something else for once. You know what I'm <laughs> but, saying? Like, <laughs> but by the way, that's why I almost loved the arrogant James when when I, I mean I loved the getting drunk on antidepressants because it was at least something to like get the fuck, get the fuck out of here. Get no, the fuck out of here. Like I love drunk, her yelling at a kid. Like her drunk on. on the boat in Mexico. I was like, and she had her fucking pussy out to the yeah, air. She, she was like, like fuck piss everybody. on her, piss on her. I was like, you know what? This bitch is sitting down there on productions dime thinking she might go to jail hoping not and living her best life in the meantime good oh, that's for what, fucking you but also <laughs> that's why i would never say yes to because i'd be like i'd be hitting that free booze so hard i'd be erica jean in it all over the place oh, like i, I mean yeah. I come home from the bar and get nervous about what I said to people. I can't imagine being surrounded by a film crew and not having any (laughs) idea what I said or did, you know, but like, but you're right. I, I, I think Erica Jane is guilty of a lot of things. I'm not saying like in the tub, but uh, what I do like is when we get to see, I mean, I appreciated the drunk element because it was something different and it was something like, you know, my thing is, and I, I want to see her. She talks about how much dick she's getting all the time. Show me a, show me a gentleman caller. I want to be somebody knocking on the door. Show me just a, a shadow. Go on a yes. date. We need to see Erica on a date. 100%. Like I will. I I don't love Erica, but I would support that so hard. You know, we need an Erica like Tamara Eddie bathtub scene. It's time. I will say, and we're nearing Halloween season. One of the scariest scenes on Bravo, Bravo ever was the Tamra in the bathtub with it. Cause you know, Christian, that poor cameraman went home that day and like had a family and he was all ashamed of his job. He's like, I had to, you know, like you can just see he's like in cargo pants, like he's filming like, their romantic. Is this even like a union? Like, is this allowed in like the union? Like, am I allowed to I, see people am do I, this? Am, am I in the director's <laughs> guild anymore? Yeah. We, oh, wait, wait. What do you think about Tamara coming back? Um, I'm, look, I'm And why not happy. Vicky? It's why not Vicky? I have no idea. Trust me, I've asked. Um, listen, whenever I was in Mexico for my birthday, I had gotten pretty much tipped off like the week before that. Tamara was coming back. Taylor was coming. Taylor was going to be in the loop, but there was nothing about Vicky, you know? Um, So when I was down there with her, I said like, you know, have you heard anything? Have you checked your spam? I have, you know, like spam, like she's like, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I was like, okay, maybe, maybe they'll wait to the last minute because they know you'll say yes, that you're, you're, and they just don't want you to spill it, you know? But um, 
Yeah, last I heard, there still yeah. hasn't still hasn't. But you're excited about Tamara coming back. Still, I'm very we, excited about Tamara coming back. It's a step in the right direction. You know, I, I I would much rather do that than them. Obviously, OC's casting there is not their strong department. If we look at what recent what history is giving us, so let's let's just go back to what we had when it was good. You know, and we see the closing of Cut Fitness. I mean, these housewives I businesses. I mean, like I was like looking at Eddie's post, and he's like selling forty pound dumbbells, and I'm yeah. like. And then I was like, do I need something from Cut Fitness? I was like, should I buy something from Cut Fitness just to have it? You they know? were giving away fucking tires. I was like, I'm cheap as shit. My mom says, if it's free, it's for me. I don't know what the fuck I'll do with it, but I'll take it. <laughs> so back to Beverly Hills as we start wrapping up here. I don't know if we're legally allowed to talk about this, but Diana Jenkins has made quite an impression, not on the show, really. I mean, I would say maybe Asher's made more of an impression on me on the show, <laughs> but Diana, you know, we've had cease and desist. Did you get one? I did not. Yeah. Well, I got scared because I started hearing that she was going to go after the memes too. And well, I was I, tipped honest- off that she was going after more. Yeah, um, I kind of, I don't know why I kind of steered away from the lip licking and all that stuff this season, something about it. I don't know. I just felt, I don't know. Wait, what do you mean? Like you, you, you were like, that's too easy of a joke or, well, she wasn't, it wasn't about the, I think it's the really rich ones I'm scared of. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's why, like, you know, I mean, I haven't posted too much about the Kathy allegations in the beginning either. I was like, I don't want nothing. These are the ones that got real money. You know, this, these ain't the, that's what 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 I'm like, I'm like, well, that's why it's so funny with Lisa. Cause I feel like she's waged a one woman campaign or maybe her and Erica since the actual date of the Aspen trip against Kathy. Like Mm -hmm. we've heard about this because of Lisa since Kathy. And I always say this on the show. I'm like, you guys don't get it, man. Like Kathy has money. Like don't like, you know, Kathy. And I'm not saying she's like, an evil genius, but I'm not saying I'm saying she's not a complete like loopy idiot. Like Shane everybody wants to paint. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like I'm saying she does have opinions. She does get offended. And there's only so much Kathy can be pushed. Like, I just don't think it's smart sometimes. Like I'm like, Lisa, listen, like, you yeah. know, Harry's going to have to work double time if you keep doing what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And these aren't allegations like her and Kyle got into a screaming fight or she got drunk and no, failed. it was like, like this was the, and I was like, no, that's like, that's stuff that if proven to be false is defamation and ain't no Hilton coming at me for defamation. Yeah. Number and one, I, there ain't nothing to get, but I also just don't want to deal with it. But know? also, I just always don't understand the argument of like Lisa having of like, Lisa, none of you guys are good. Like the fact that you're on a reality show to begin with already makes you all suspect. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I don't look to Kathy to, to t- teach me how to treat people. I don't look mm-hmm. to any of these ladies to teach me how to like, so the fact that Rena is screaming so loud and then, oh, you have to hate that Patrick Summers kid as much as oh I do. Oh my right? God. Fuck that dude. Like, no, I, like I what, actually, what you, that's wish, insane. That I is don't insane. understand how Bravo hasn't taken legal action to shut him the fuck up. And people are doing lives with him and stuff. I'm like, what the, I, I saw you, you put summer Bravo while black, I think said, and, and like, I think faces by or Steven came on real quick. I didn't watch the clip. Cause he just grosses me out, but I'm like, stop giving this dude yeah. any attention. It's so He's, weird. It's it actually kind of, if I'm being honest, it kind of scares me like the ways and the lies that he comes up with about these women, knowing that it's just to get people riled up for an hour or two, just so he can later admit that it was a, like a joke. Like what the fuck? And also, also the Bravo, the, also the Bravo, like IG accounts, like 
we got to be better at that. Like, come yes. on, you know, like, I know we all want followers. I know we all want to be cool, but like, listen, we're already dorks already. We're all on Instagram. Like why don't give this guy a platform ever, yes. you know, like you're not, nothing good is going to come out of that. Anybody that has admitted to the lies that he admitted to once. And he's admitted to them more than once is not anybody you should associate with. Exactly. You know? Um. So uh, lastly, who do you think there will be a cash shakeup? I'm of the mind of, Everybody thinks because I rail so much against Erica Jane Arena that I want them gone. I've never said that. I no. personally, up until I've seen certain behaviors, I was like, Rena can decide when she wants to go. But then this season happened and I was yeah. like, because then I think about Dorinda being put on pause. Do you think there will be a cast shakeup? Um, I think up until a couple of weeks ago, things were probably pretty clear what was going to happen. I think there would be a Diana departure. I think maybe, maybe a demotion somewhere. Maybe. Um, but other than that, I think they would have kept it as is. I mean, why would they change it? Ratings are the highest of like almost any show on Bravo. Um, yeah. However, I do think recent weeks, not because of anything that's gone on the show, but just how like Rena has been so clearly like publicly against like the Bravo community. She's commenting <laughs> about how she wants to remove herself from it. Um, Bye. So, I mean, to me, that is, you know, well, you posted until- today, you posted today on your Instagram. She is supposedly not going to be at BravoCon now. And there is no, and I don't care if they, if someone was like, well, they're not paying her. Da, 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 da. I was like, I don't care. She would go. They will all go. Oh, you get paid in the adulation, which is what she loves the most. 100%. And it's even if they don't get paid, it's not an expense for them to be there. Like everything is cut, you know, like their glam and all that shit's fucking paid for. So it's, she very clearly is not coming for a reason. Um, I, I wonder that, if she's trying to play hard to get like negotiation wise. Oh, I think form. that reason is very clear. And I think that reason is going to be announced soon. That's just my opinion. I think that she's out personally. Yeah. And, we, and, and you, well, did you hear, well, I mean, what dirt did you hear about the reunion on Friday? Anything specific? Um, I haven't heard anything other than um, I talked to one cast member and it was just, she said, I'm not okay. I hope Crystal feels better. <laughs> but um, I checked in on her two days later. She said she was doing a little bit better. Um, yeah. I mean, like, li- listen, I would never, that shit is like going to war once you get to a reunion. It's like not something that I, I mean, I love watching them, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, it's, you know, so, um, okay. You guys, well, wait, there's no tr- truth of the rumor that Lisa Rinna is not going to BravoCon because she's going to the Judds with you in Kentucky, is it? <laughs> no is fucking any... truth to that. <laughs> so Lisa Rinna's uh, blocked thanks. from the Judds concert. <laughs> the Christian Gray Snow Show premieres on Friday. You're Ooh. hearing this today on Thursday. So what you do, and, and by the way, so the Slut Pig podcast, this is an extension of that. Do we get to keep the Slut Pig pod? So if you're already subscribed to the Slut Pig podcast, do we need to resubscribe to the Christian Grace No Show? Don't think so. If you click the link to go to the Christian okay. Grace No Show, it'll just be all the same episodes. You should still be subscribed. The only thing that I lost were all my ratings. Okay, everything so this else is important. Is what do we always say on this show, especially? Go rate it five stars. He took the time to be with us today. You already love him. But also, if you don't like me or him or that, keep moving on. You're going to find the perfect podcast for you. Mm-hmm. But leaving a bad review, it's, I don't know. There, there's just something that I think 
uh, you know, in heaven, we're all going to find out who left reviews for Hugh, and then you're going to have to answer for that. So it just, you don't want that kind of karma. So go leave it five stars because you know it's going to be quality content like his Instagram, like his slut pig shop, which Woo-hoo. you need to go get a shirt from, especially this week as we've all been blocked by Elisa Rinna. <laughs> um, but I'm personally excited to have you back. I really think you are a unique voice, one of the best Bravo voices. So oh, I am so happy to scream about this podcast from the top of my lungs. So Friday, you guys, you are in for a treat uh, and it'll be Friday from here on that just once a week. Every Friday. Yep. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, Kristen Grace. No, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And I'll have you on my show very, very soon. Oh, anytime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Betches.